Uh, well, I had a guy that uh, has a homeowner's policy and he emailed me, you know, the last couple of days, hey, I'm starting a mastering studio in my house and I'm going to have like $50,000 of equipment. Uh, is that going to be covered uh, for under my homeowner's policy? So uh, mm. the answer is no, because it's for business purposes. And we'll be all right if the Lord be our strength. We'll be all right if the Lord be our strength. We'll be all right. Well, I'm, I'm hanging out with Ben Leonard's. Um, ben is a jack of many trades, and we'll talk more about that later. Um, ben, thank you for coming and hanging out with us. Sure, glad to be here. Uh, one of the things that I, I kind of like to talk about is I, I let my I let the guys I'm talking to kind of tell their story, where, why why they do what they do, how they got where they go, um, mm-hmm. where they wound up. You you own a business, right? I do. Yeah. You own a it's you sell. I'm going to screw this up. You sell insurance, like all kinds of insurance. Right. Yeah, we do everything but health insurance. So it's, uh, you know, home insurance, auto insurance. That's our bread and butter. And then we also do business insurance and life insurance. Um, you know, so pretty much everything but health. Everything that yep. everything in the insurance world except health insurance. If you own it or love it, we can insure it. <laughs> yeah. Is that your catch? That's a good, that should go on a business card right there. We're working on a tagline right now, but it won't, it won't be that. It won't be that. No. Well, that's good though. That's yeah. good. So what what got you there? Like selling insurance. Now you're you don't represent just one insurance carrier though. No, that's a good question. We're uh, independent agents. Uh, I have worked for a captive uh agency before okay. at, at Allstate when I first got out of college. I'll tell you a little bit about that. But now we're um, independent agents, and that's something that I kind of observed over the years before I started CORE, um, you know, when I was sending mortgage business and, and uh, you know, two local agents, you know, for them to help me out. Uh, I noticed that the uh, independent agents seemed to have more options. You know, mm. They always had more options. They never seemed to be at a point where they couldn't write business like some yeah. of the captives. Yeah. Um, and so that's why we set up that way. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So you you so that means exp- now I'm, I'm an insurance ignorant guy. Like I called one of your guys the other day. He saved me 150 bucks a month on my car insurance. So I'm I'm sold. Like I'm all the way in. I think you guys y'all carry our house already. That's right. Yeah. But. How does how does that work? So you have like a pool of insurance carriers that you can you can go through, or yeah. So we represent you know uh, have represented dozens of companies. We've lost some of those in recent years, but for instance, you know we may have had uh, twelve to fifteen different uh, options, uh, company options for homeowners. And, oh, okay, and then we have you know maybe five different ones for auto insurance. Yeah, and you could get signed up with a hundred on the life side. You know, um, so it really just kind of depends. J- the same as I do on the mortgage side, you really kind of find out who are the best companies to work with. Mm. You get it set up with them, and then you pair the client with uh, you know the particular scenario that that you know suits them best. Yeah. Okay. You know, whether you're looking at just a tough scenario to place, or whether you have to definitely try to get the lowest premium, whatever. If it's cookie cutter, so mm. uh, there's all kinds of different things that will lead you in a particular direction with a, a, a specific carrier. Because sometimes it's hard to even find somebody to, like if the house is older. It is, It's yeah. difficult to find somebody who will even insure the house. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it is. It, options are already limited. And so like these days, if somebody calls and they have a 100-year-old house in Abbeville, like forget about it. You got one option, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I got one carrier yeah. and uh, their rate is it. <laughs> right, that's it, that's it. Oh man, that's awesome. So like what, what brought you to the point where you, 
you started this business? Well, um, I guess if uh, if we have time, I can kind of start from the beginning. Yeah, when, we got time. You know, when I first got out of college, uh, well, you know, when I was working in college, I uh, saw I was at Oak, I worked at Oakborn throughout college as you know wait staff, bar manager, whatever. Oakborn is the country club. Oakborn is the country club. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, and, okay. And so I was always kind of getting a sense of what people did, especially like there was people there that spent all their time there all day. I was like, what do these people do that allows them to be here playing golf, <laughs> How playing cards? How do you cards? have this much time? Exactly. <laughs> Obviously they had a lot of time and money on their hands. And I was like, what do these people do? And, you know, usually it was uh, attorneys and doctors. At that point I was like, hey, I'm not going back to school for eight, another eight years. That's <laughs> I'm out. I'm done. I'm and, not doing And this. so then there was bankers and insurance people, you know? Oh, and, um, okay. you know, so... That's what got me into insurance when I first graduated from college in 2002. And uh, I did that for a year and a half at an Allstate agency. That's when I was you know, working for a captive agency, like I mentioned. Mm. And um, that guy sold his book of business. And so at the time, I said, look, um, I really need to find something that pays a little bit more. So I was going to get into a different industry. And I went to a lot of the mortgage brokers that were sending me business at the time mm. uh, to, just to say, hey, look, I'm, I'm, I'm leaving. You know, um, I'm going to do something different. Thanks for the business that you sent me, maybe we can do business again in some way, shape or form. And yeah. a, a bunch of them offered me a job because oh, okay. mor- mortgage business is commission only. They'll hire anybody. So it doesn't really matter. <laughs> you know, it, it didn't say anything about me. They were just like, Hey, you know, you, you can come work for us. You make what you write. Exactly. Yeah. I so uh, I took a job with, uh, with a, a small company in town and, um, ended up, um, you know, just, it was a natural fit. It was mm. it was easy for me. I did well, you know, and uh, the rest is, they say is is, is uh, you know is history. Mm. Um, but so I did well in the mortgage business, and I'm still a mortgage broker. Um, I've been doing that for 20 years. But about you know 11 years ago, my my partner and I said, uh, "Hey, we should start an insurance company because uh, you oh. know we're sending we're sending all this all these referrals out the door, you know, for right. all these years. Think about how much business." went out the doors. And mm. uh, I said, well, man, I, I have a license still, you know, maybe. Oh, you were still licensed. Yeah, I was still licensed. Oh. So, I, it, you know, I was at that, that point where I was going to lose it if I didn't use it. And I said, mm. hey, all I got to do is do my continuing education. It's active. We could start an agency. And so um, we ended up joining with a guy um, and started Core Insurance. And uh, that's know, awesome. It's, it's been a interesting ride ever since. And that's know? been 10 years now that Correct. you've been doing that. That's right. That's cool, man. Yeah. So you, you're the, so you're the owner of the business, but you have a partner that operates with you. Correct. Yeah. And then you have agents that work with you. That's right. Inside of the business. Yeah. I got some, uh, a couple of other producers. I have a few, uh, you know, CSR staff, which is like service and support people. Yeah. Yeah. And you serve like, is, is there a, a particular, like niche that you would prefer or you're just like, nah, cars, houses, life, we're ready to do all of it. Yeah, we're ready to do all of it. I think at this stage, you know, uh, in the past home and auto has been our bread and butter and we haven't really ventured out much from that. I I always did life insurance. Even when I didn't have the agency, I was still doing life insurance just as a kind of a, a, you know, added benefit. I could uh, provide anybody that needed the coverage. Um, So, 
you know, we have that. And then we're growing more in the business space, yeah. you know, in, in recent years. So um, like commercial insurance. Right, commercial insurance. Uh, okay. Uh, you know, a lot of times people talk about th- there might be a difference between business and commercial. Commercial's like, you know, actually really bigger stuff, but uh, it's it's all the same stuff um, to, to some degree. Mm. Yeah. So, so like in when you're thinking in insurance, I think, have, have you ever run across something that's just impossible to cover? like a house or a, a car situation that you just, you can't do it? Or are you able to kind of provide something for everybody who needs it? I would say that if, if we have enough time, you know, sometimes people call us and they're like, Hey, my insurance is expiring tomorrow. Can you, can you quote us? You know, <laughs> that's not going to work. And, and if, if it's not something that's in our wheelhouse, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's really tough to kind of jump on if it's not something that you've done before. Ultimately we can usually find a carrier for it if we have the time to do the, the research and, um, obviously if it's something that we've, a risk that we've written before, we're familiar with it, we know where to go and we know right. where to place it. Uh, but sometimes you get unique ric- uh, risk, uh, risk request that it just takes a little time to find the hmm. markets for it, you know? So what would, what would that be? What would be like a, a unique risk request? Uh, well, I had a guy that uh, has a homeowner's policy and he emailed me, you know, the last couple of days, hey, I'm starting a mastering studio in my house and I'm going to have like $50,000 of equipment. Uh, is that going to be covered uh, for under my homeowner's policy? So uh, mm. the answer is no, because it's for business purposes. Um, and we don't really have, I've never written, you know, just studio equipment before. Usually, uh, floaters, what they call floaters or, or mm. you know, equipment or like a tractor or something like that, that you wouldn't be able to put on like a, you know, auto policy or something like right, that. Right. Uh, it's, it's called uh, Inland Marine, you know, mm. and mm-hmm. uh, you have to, you got to get details. So I, I told the guy, look, I, I got to know um, a detailed list of all of the different stuff you have. What's the value of it? Mm. You know, serial numbers, all that stuff um, so that you can, Number one, prove that you had it in the first place if, mm. if you're going to try to cover it. Mm. And uh, the companies want to know what they're covering, you know, so that they right. can assess the risk and make sure they're okay with it. Right. That seems like that would complicate itself. Uh, a business operated out of a house, that seems like uh, it's going to cause some issues right there. Is, it, is that a commercial policy? It is. Oh, okay. Yeah, it okay. is a commercial policy. If he said like, hey, I'm, I'm, this is just a, a pastime of mine. I love music and I have a home studio. Then And it's a hobby. Yeah, yeah. Abs- absolutely. That would be covered under his homeowner's insurance. Um, but, but he's generating revenue from it. Right. He's generating revenue from it. That's one differentiation that's very important. And then the other thing is that under a typical homeowner's policy, you only have certain coverage amounts a lot for certain things. Mm. So if somebody has really expensive stuff, whether it's uh, studio equipment or art or guns, a collection of some sort, mm. a rug that costs $10,000, you want to schedule that property. Because that's a thing. Right. It, well, sometimes <laughs> it happens. Or people, mo- the most common thing is jewelry, right? Oh, so yeah. People call, yeah. they want to insure their wedding ring for $10,000 or whatever. Yeah. Um, because the limit might only be 2500 bucks for the, the, the regular underlying limits in the policy. So, so they have to do a rider for that. Right. It's, it's exactly. It's a rider. They charge a little bit more in premium. And then that specific item listed is covered. Got suffi- it. Sufficiently. I got it. Yeah. I got it. That's, what's the, I mean, this is just a fun question here. What's the craziest policy you've ever written? Uh, you know, we haven't done a whole lot of out-of-the-box stuff, you know. Oh, they've um, been pretty normal, pretty yeah, consistent. Pretty, pretty normal stuff, yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, if it's not home and auto, then um, it's... So nobody's regular. called you and been like, I want to insure my um, stuffed 
dog collection. No, you know, nothing like that. No, you hear crazy <laughs> things like, uh, you know, you have some um, celebrities that insure their knee, or you know, if if it's an athlete, <laughs> if it's an athlete that's insuring his uh, a pitcher that's insuring his arm, you know, that's uh, specialty <laughs> stuff. Usually, that's done through uh, you know some Lloyd's company uh, uh, okay. that underwrites a lot of crazy risks like that. Premiums are sky, you know, sky high. Yeah, um, we don't really we don't see anything that's outside of um, what most people could, you know, okay. think of in so this area. If yeah, I called you to insure my kneecaps, you'd yeah. be like, you got to call somebody else. I did it's have, for you. no, <laughs> not, absolutely not. I did have one guy that had a, a, a big Civil War uh, item collection, Oh, you okay. know, and um, he rattled off all this different stuff, you know, and um, we want to make sure that people like that are covered sufficiently. Yeah. And a lot of times if there's any question in my mind, whether or not this is something that's going to be covered by the normal homeowner's policy, uh, a lot of times you can find a little niche company online. Like I found oh, okay. one that, that does, you know, antique collectibles and uh, it was, it was like the exact thing that he needed. Oh, and, okay. And, and, and a lot of times they'll actually write it for less than scheduled property would be on your homeowners. Mm. So a lot of times we'll, we'll just do a little bit of due diligence for the client say, look, you need to call these people, do it online. They'll make sure you're covered fully. And, um, you know, you can rest assured that it's done That's awesome. properly. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so you and I, you know, we talked about this before when we had lunch, you know, we're Christians. Mm. We're trying to do business as Christians. Right. How have you seen that affect your work and your work ethic in the in the insurance world. Um, well, I think uh, it's it's most evident in the day to day stuff that that you know me and the staff do f- to take care of people's needs. You know, mm. Um, mm. Mm. Uh, you know, just making sure, like you know, obviously we care about what happens if they have problems with a claim or if they. Mm. Um, you know, or having some issues that uh, they're not getting what they need. We right. go, go the extra mile to make sure that they're uh, comfortable. It's a higher with, degree of service. Right, a yeah. higher degree of service. Uh, and then, uh, so it's simple stuff like that, but also like there was some, you know, a lady on several occasions over the years where they said, look, uh, this payment's due and I can't make the payment, but I have the money coming. And I'm not saying that I stick my neck out like that too often, especially if I don't know the people. Right, um, right, but sure. if if, if it's not possible. Right, it's not possible, but I've done that on several occasions for people that I knew that I knew they were having a tough time mm. um, financially or uh, a single mom that, uh, you know, the check's literally coming in the mail from the, from the mortgage company and it mm. just hadn't made it there yet. Mm. You know, I, I go out on a limb for some people like that just yeah. to make sure that they're taken care of and that they don't go without coverage. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. What are... Like, so let's say, so one of my big passions, you know, we talk about this probably every episode, but one of my big passions is encouraging more Christians to get into the business space, right? So part of being a Christian is that we're expanding the kingdom of God. And I think one of the primary ways that we can do that is in the economic sphere, sure. is in the is in the corporate, commercial, industrial spheres. <clears throat> if we can get in there and, and get more Christians operating in that space, then I think effectively we can we can change the world a lot faster. I agree. To be completely yeah. honest. So let's say that there's somebody who's thinking about stepping into the space of being a business owner or starting something on their own. Um, what would be advice that you would give them to do that? Where, where would, what would be a good thing to say or how to get them started in preparing to maybe mentally operate in that space or just take the plunge for themselves? 
Well, you know, one thing that I've said on multiple occasions is, uh, you know, I, I'm not the, usually not the smartest person in the room, you know, but I, <laughs> I work hard, you know, I don't, I'm, I'm just uh, resilient. I don't take mm. no for an answer, you know. You or, hustle. Yeah, like yeah. failure's not really an option, you know, uh, and, mm. it, and it shouldn't be. Uh, something that people resign to or, uh, you know, they're f- afraid of uh, failure. Mm. I, I think, mm. uh, you know, most people, if you just put your head down and do the work, if, if you do good business and you're honest, you treat people fairly, I mm. think uh, that that always comes out in the end and people, you know, your reputa- reputation precedes you as a, a person that cares about others in business, uh, a person that is, is willing to uh, do things the right way. Yeah. And, and somebody yeah. that's going to follow up and make sure that they, they do what they say they're going to do. Mm. And, uh, you know, that's the way that I've always tried to conduct my business over the years, it ha- and it has served me well. Yeah. You know, I think anybody, um, you know, uh, hopefully, you know, that yeah. if, if they were asked about me in business, they would have nothing but good things to say. Mm. And I think if you try to conduct yourself in a manner that, um, that that's what you're building, mm. you can't help but succeed. You know, so I guess that's what I would tell somebody that's thinking about getting into business is um, have a vision, mm. um, lean on others that have experience that you can trust to guide you. You know, get some I, mentors. Yeah, yeah. I had yeah. a lot. I had a lot of good people and connections. I was lucky in my life that uh, helped me along the way. Uh, some of them, you know, even competition would you know share with me about you know what I could do to run my agency better or to, Mm. you know, be better Mm. in the lending space or whatever the case is. Mm. Um, You know, so getting help from others and, you know, trusting the process and trusting, you know, that, that God's going to provide if Mm. you just do your part, Mm. you know, that's, that's, it all really boils down to that is like, Hey, I'm going to step out in faith. I'm going to do what I know how to do um, to the best of my ability. And mm. the rest mm. is up to God to, you know, provide and to watch out for me and my family. <laughs> and, you know, I, I, yeah. I, I believe that's, uh, you know, yeah. that's the way to do it. Put your head down. That's it. In other words, do, do the work right, and do good work. Right. That's and, right. And the Lord will bless. Yeah. One of my uh, mentors, uh, uh, Buddy Short, you know, uh, he was in the life space uh, with me growing up um, in business, and he always had all these different quotes that I loved. And one of them was he said he would always say, "Don't worry about getting business; just do the things that get business." Mm. You know, um, mm. and you know that's, that's there's a lot of truth to that. Just you know? put put yourself out in front of people, right? Go. I remember seeing some pictures of you on the internet bringing donuts to offices. Oh yeah, you just show up and be like, "Here's a box of donuts." All right, see y'all later. <laughs> I used to do that all the time. I, I used to joke and tell people uh, when I first got into the insurance business, I would keep uh, business cards in my swimming suit. I was ready to pull them out anywhere <laughs> I was. I didn't care. You know? <laughs> it didn't matter. You know, awesome. um, oh, I was man. I was a lot more um, you know outgoing then when I was younger. You know, I guess <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not I'm not quite as good as that as I used to be, but. But yeah. there's still, it's still there. Maybe, you know, it's, that's why you have agents. Yeah. Now they go do that. That's right. That's right. <laughs> they go out and I'm trying to that. train them up, you know, so that they can be successful. You know, that, that's a whole nother thing. As a business owner, you want your people to succeed, mm. you know, and there's, 100%. yeah, yes. there's been um, people that worked with me that, you know, I, 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 I tried my best to prop them up to succeed mm. in life and in business uh, and, and give them uh, even you know, what I thought to be good counsel on, on family and, and yeah. things that could help them, you know, in not only be successful in business, but to enjoy life and to, you know, um, 
just uh, be all they can be on this crazy ride, you know? Yeah, heck so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it's the more that you can instruct and lead your people well, mm-hmm. uh, the farther in life that they're going to go. I've, I, your your business will grow, of right. course, but they're going to have more opportunity and and their success is your success and your success is their success. Like they're a part of something. That, right. that matters a lot to be able to pour into those folks and bring them along with you and instruct and teach and push them out farther and encourage them. I've found to, t- to take risks, mm-hmm. you know, to say, all right, let's try Let's try this. Let's, let's push this out a little bit more. Maybe you could grow in these areas and, and be a good coach mentor to help grow them as people. Um, and then as a result, of course, you know, you grow, you grow what you're doing as well. You yeah. grow your entities, your businesses. Yeah, it's mutually beneficial, but you're really just doing it, you know, not for yourself at all, just to, you know, help the people that you're going to be around every day, you mm-hmm. know, and, and a lot of people talk about work family and that's, you know, really what I'm trying to build uh, and and what I've mm-hmm. tried to have, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's on the mortgage side or the insurance side uh, yeah. in, in any office, you know, you, yeah. it's, it's a refreshing and it's a beautiful thing to be able to work with some of the same people for your entire career, hopefully, right. you know, and, right. and you know each other's families. Yeah, in some cases, you go to church together and right. you, you have all these life moments together. And, uh, you know, you also happen to do some business together. That's awesome. You know? Yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah. So um, let's talk about a little bit about, um, so um, you're a dad and a business owner. That's right. Um, but we talked about this before. There's kind of always this business hustle going on in the back of our minds. How, yeah. do, how do you balance being with your family and making sure that the work gets done. How do you handle that well, personally? Well, uh, that's one of the reasons I enjoy being self-employed is because I have the flexibility with my time and my schedule mm. to, um, you know, be there with my family. Um, a lot of a lot of days I'll I'll get off, uh, not get off, but I might leave the office at you know three four o'clock to to head north to to the house. Mm. Uh, now I'm working from my phone until probably five six o'clock. Yeah, uh, but because <laughs> if your phone's on, right, they're calling. Right, <laughs> that's right. Right, so I'm always oh, working. Yeah. You know. Um, but, but you're around. That's right. Yeah. I, I try to be present and, uh, you know, be there for the family. And, uh, you know, the work that I do has been a real blessing to help with that, for mm-hmm. me to achieve that goal. You know, my wife uh, stays home. She's the CEO of the house. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, she, uh, all, the, all the kids are in school now. But, you know, she, uh, she's there. And um, there's plenty to do around our place. We got a small farm like you do. Yeah. Um, you That's know, a which, ton of fun. Man. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of work. You yes. know, so like yesterday was grass day. I took off at four o'clock to go and hop on the mower for a couple Because the grass yeah. had to be cut. That's it. Before <laughs> the next, um, I got to do mine on Saturdays. Yeah. Before the heat gets too hot, man. It's like 110 out there right now. Yeah. You, uh, <laughs> I, we do it when we can, you know, so whatever that might be, we hop on it. But, um, you know, it, it is a balance and that's something that I've, you know, been conscious of over the years, especially with the, the property that we have to maintain and spending yeah. time with the family and work. And uh, it's always a, a juggle, but, you know, um, I think we do pretty good at it. And, you know, it's, it's been a blessing. That's awesome. That I have the ability and, you know, to, to that's another great thing about owning a business is, you know, you're not just punching a clock from nine to five and, mm-hmm. and somebody's got their thumb on you. Um, and, you know, even though I have employees, I respond that way with them and, and saying, hey, you got to go do something as long as your, your um, you know, tasks are taken care of, go do it, you know. Yeah, take you care of what you got to take yeah. care of. Yeah. Yeah. I think people need to have that flexibility. 
hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's kind of the mindset that we operate with here. It's here, here's the things that got to get done. Here's the expectations of time. I don't care outside of that. <laughs> right. If everything gets done, if time expectations are done, then roll on and take care of what you got to take care of. That's right. We're all adults here. <laughs> if business is getting handled, then we're good. That's right. When, yeah. when everything starts falling through the cracks, though, different set of conversations. Right. We got to talk about that differently. That's right. But we'll deal with that if and when we have to. Man, Ben, I appreciate you coming. If you've got a if you got a word of advice for somebody who's thinking about stepping into this space, thinking about starting a business, you know, one last piece for them, what would it be? Uh, I don't know. That's tough. I, you know, like I said before, it's just, uh, what I've, it's so cliche, but what I've learned over the years is like, you'd be shocked at what you can do if you just try, mm. you know, if you, if just, you, if you just step out in faith and try, um, you know, you're going to have failures. That's mm. business and that's life. Mm. But, uh, you know, and, and that, that doesn't stop. You know, if you're right. in business, like you're going to have um, little wins and little failures and sometimes big wins and big failures. But it all, it all is orchestrated for a, a beautiful ride at the end of the day, at the end of your life. You can look in, back and be proud on uh, what you were able to accomplish uh, along with the side of others. And, um you know, there's no better day to get started in business than yesterday. So yeah. get, get at it. <laughs> Put your head down, <laughs> do the work, yeah. and do it well. That's what I always say. Put your head down, do the work. <laughs> That's awesome. That's well, thank you so much for coming so, on the show. We'll yeah. have to do this again sometime. Yeah, I appreciate you point. having me. Yeah. That's awesome. It's been good, and, uh, you know, we'll talk some more later on. Thank you so much, Stuart. <laughs> <laughs>